4: You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Monday, October 24th edition of the program. We have debate night happening tonight. I'm down here in Fort Pierce, Florida, and Ron DeSantis is going to be squaring off against Charlie Crist. Um, They're probably going to have to invoke the mercy rule about 30 minutes into this thing, maybe 15 minutes into it. But we'll discuss a little bit about what I think is going to happen there. Plus, Biden gives us, gives a, a, a interview over the weekend that was a disaster uh, for anybody who's paying attention. One, he says he's not too old and then proceeds to sound like he's way too old to be doing this, uh, meaning he's not all there, cognitively speaking. And then also he effectively endorses the... Gender transition, drugs, and surgery for minors. That's right. Joe Biden is all in on the trans agenda for ch- uh, children, for kids. And we've also got the Democrats in general losing ground in key races. And so what are they doing? Pretending that they don't actually believe what they believe, changing their positions, and on crime specifically, moving closer and closer to, oh gosh, sanity. And by that, we mean, of course, Republicans. We'll discuss that here coming up in just a second. But identity theft is a huge crime. As you know, $14 billion stolen from identity theft victims last year alone for a lot of cyber criminals. Well, this is a huge success, right? But for the rest of us, this is a wake up call. Your personal info is now in more places than ever. And all that exposure can make it dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself by monitoring your identity and alerting you to threats you could miss on your own. If you become a victim of identity theft, a US-based LifeLock Restoration Specialist will be dedicated to your case and work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. Save up a 25% off your first year by going to lifelock.com/buck. That's lifelock.com/b u c k for 25% off lifelock.com/buck. Now, we have debate, debate night here in Florida. I, I want to point out uh, something that has to be the necessary backdrop for this, because you got Charlie Chris running against Ron DeSantis. Uh, Ron DeSantis has done a phenomenal job in Florida. We're all very aware of this. He was great on COVID, but just standing up to wokeness, uh, trying to promote a thriving economy. And there are a lot of things that people don't even realize. He actually increased teacher pay here. He just does things that make this a better state to live in. That's really what you want from a governor, right? Sure, he protects your basic rights, but also makes smart decisions. Uh, Florida was recently hit by a terrible hurricane. We all know, Hurricane Ian. Went through the southwest of Florida, particularly hitting the Fort Myers area. And some of those barrier islands, including Sanibel, were almost washed away. Houses were washed away. It was devastating. They've already rebuilt the Sanibel Causeway. There's free-flowing car traffic, trucks, you name it, going back and forth to Sanibel Island now to try to begin that uh, relief and recovery, or I should say rebuilding effort at this point. Now, that happened in two weeks' time. They, in a place that was ravaged, you remember the whole area, they had to worry about getting power on, they had massive flooding. Two weeks, they get the bridge rebuilt, the causeway. And that's just the way things are done right now here in Florida under this administration. Meanwhile, in California, Gavin Newsom has had to deal with the really embarrassing revelation that they were going to spend in San Francisco 1.3 million dollars on a single public toilet and as embarrassing as the price tag is that they thought it would take the the project was expected to take 3 years 3 years and 1.3 million dollars to build a glorified porta potty yeah in San Francisco now That is an indicator, if you will. That is uh, really a microcosm of what's going on in blue states versus red states. Blue states, it's all about making sure that there's – conversations with the environmentalists and social justice advocates are consulted and historic impact and disparate impact are a part of the process and the unions get their payoffs and the unions can't be moved too fast and their public sector unions involved and there's processing and permitting and regulations and more permitting and it's just dizzying bullcrap that makes everything slower more uh, inefficient and more expensive than it should be and that's just really a, a metaphor or a stand-in, whatever you want to say, for life in blue states now, California, New York. They just make it harder than it has to be, certainly more expensive than it has to be. And everyone's sick of it. Everyone is tired of it, who's reasonable, rational. I mean, there are some people for whom this is effectively like cult membership. They just want to keep on voting Democrat because that's what the smart, good people do. They never stop and think, is this actually making my life better? Is this improving? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Makes them feel good about themselves. The brainwashing has worked. And I like to note for people, brainwashing comes from a uh, a Chinese phrase that is washing of the brain, which is what was said to be happening to people during the Cultural Revolution in Mao uh, Mao's China. When people were turning in family members, when there were public struggle sessions, when there was a total deterioration of family and the basic bonds of society, all in the name of the revolution, a revolution that in Mao's China would starve somewhere between 20 to 40 million people. People starved to death in the 20th century because of commie ideas and false ideals. So it's really important that we get the ideas right. It's really important that we don't allow for the brainwashed libs to continue to do the things that make our cities less safe, that make us uh, less able to walk the streets and enjoy our lives um, in safety, with economic prosperity, with freedom and basic rights protected. And I give you in this, this is effectively where the Democrats are. You know, there's this uh, prototypical guy who, when finally, you know, if he's in a bad relationship When when his let's say his wife or his girlfriend or whatever bags are packed by the front door, he goes, oh, I'll change. You know, if he's been if he's been emotionally abusive, he's been a bad partner, a bad spouse, whatever it may be. When the bags are packed, when the woman's about to leave him, he's going to say, oh, I'm going to do all the right things, you know. Oh, and then does the love bombing. I love you so much and I'll do everything the right way now. People fall for that. People fall for that. That's what Democrats are doing to voters right now. After two years of the Biden regime's lunacy on a whole range of issues, uh, but certainly the Democrat lunacy on crime, oh, let's just let people out of prison, not prosecute them, no cash bail. Uh, let's, let's pretend that the criminal justice system is racist. Let's go along with that lie. Let's just do all these things and see what happens. Well, they did it, and the results were catastrophic. And now all of a sudden you have in New York... They've been telling us even until a couple of weeks ago. Oh, it's not that dangerous. In fact, here, here's an example of this. This is a uh, former senior NYPD advisor, former NYPD deputy commissioner Miller is saying, look, crime isn't actually higher on the subway. Play clip 21, please.
2: There is more crime in that if you compare it to last year, it's up 40 percent. There's been eighteen hundred incidences involving felonies. So. You know, where you see the rises in murder, rape, robbery, assault, grand larceny is actually a big driver of the numbers. But if you compare it to pre-pandemic, Which is really the only
3: comparison you can make, because we need to go with as close to apples to apples as we have.
2: So what used to be normal? What used to be normal is six index crimes a day. That's about where we're at, which is about six Mm -hmm. index crimes a day. We're actually down 4% from pre-pandemic...
5: But you see, this is a this is a false argument or rather this is very misleading because the crime situation was deteriorating under Blasio for years before the pandemic. It was hard. They still act like, oh, it's the pandemic before pandemic, post pandemic, when it comes to crime. No, 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 no. Progressive prosecutors have been in place for years in these places It was really under the Trump administration when there was this whole movement to confront white supremacy in the Trump administration. And, you know, all of that, all of the racial politics of the Democrat Party pushed during the Trump years resulted in these progressive lunatic Soros back prosecutors and the changing of these laws. And places like New York, you you had uh, Mayor de Blasio, who is an abject moron, who destroyed New York City to the greatest of his ability. And, yeah, sure, when he, when he handed it off to Adams and the, and the pandemic happened, okay, you can argue about a little bit here, a little bit there. The fact of the matter is we've seen a massive increase in crime over the last five years, over the last 10 years. And so the reality is that politics are dictating right now. Kathy Hochul saying we're going to put more, more cops on the subway. Well, hold on. I thought cops were the problem. Defund police. Cops are racist. Oh, wait, now we need more cops on the subway. What changed? They're facing election in two weeks. That's what changed. The Democrats are worried about what's going to happen to them, are worried about their power. And so in this sense, on the crime issue, they really are the abusive boyfriend who finally, when the girlfriend or the spouse or whomever is going to leave them, bags packed by the door, when they may face the consequences of their malfeasance, it's, oh, I'll change, I'll change, I swear, I swear I'll change. That is what the Democrat Party is doing right now. They really are abusive to the voters. They've been abusing us for years, and now it's, oh, yeah, sure, we'll put more cops in the subway. Another example, this Portland, Mayor Ted Wheeler, right up there with de Blasio, former mayor of New York, and now Mayor Eric Adams for worst mayors in the country. I mean, the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot is awful. There are a number of really bad mayors, but Ted Wheeler is is really in a class by himself. I mean, this little quizzling moron, Actually showed up during the BLM riots and went to wash the feet of Antifa, you know, to go say, oh, Antifa, you're amazing. I stand with you. I understand your struggle. And they started cursing him out because he's not radical enough for them. You see, it's gross, was gross. But he's the mayor of Portland because he's a lib. He's a leftist. You know, I'm going to announce my pronouns and stuff like that. You know what he said? Now we're going to clear out the homeless encampments in Portland. Oh, you mean what some of us have been saying Portland should do for like the last 10 years? That creating an open-air drug market and mass homeless shelter is bad for your city? They're, this is the mayor of Portland's just deciding this now. Why? Oh, because Christine Drazen is running for governor of Oregon and looks like she's going to win and is going to beat the uh, Democrat in Oregon. Well, that's a big deal. Oregon's a Democrat state. But people are sick of it. They're sick of the craziness. They're sick of the decay, of the disorder, of the anarchy. Oh, so right before the election, it's, oh, we're saying, too, to say this, any place, uh, you know, any any person who votes to keep these abject morons, these Democrats, in their positions of power, deserves whatever their city, whatever their town gets afterwards. Because it could not be more clear at this point. It couldn't be more obvious what is going on and what is happening in these places um and there's either consequences for this kind of malfeasance or not you know people either care about what is happening in their cities and in in their towns or they're allowing the craziness to continue on you know trump actually spoke at a rally over the weekend and i like it trump's calling them out he's saying they're not even socialists; they're commies and with the totalitarianism that you saw on display from Democrats during the pandemic, that's fair. That's why I call, I call them commies, too. These people are nuts. They're totalitarian lunatics. They'll destroy anything. They don't care about what they're doing to Western civilization, to American society. They want to burn it all down and remake it anew in some other image. Uh, and here is Trump just saying, look, what they've done, the weaponization of the bureaucracy, the usage of the law as a weapon of politics. This is straight out of the commie playbook. He's totally right. Play clip seven.
1: Biden and his left wing handlers are turning America into a police state. And I don't even think it's Biden, to be honest with you. But they got some bad people around like something straight out of a communist country. See, I used to say socialist, but we've skipped socialism. We don't talk about that. I don't even mention it anymore. We're not socialists anymore. We're communists. We've gone over socialism. We're gone. It's over. It's communist. They're talking about Communists is a communist system that we're putting up with right now. The radical Democrats are locking up pro-life activists, persecuting their political opponents, spying on their political rivals, silencing dissent and using the full force of government, law enforcement and the media to try and crush our movement.
5: Oh, boy. That's the truth. Bunch of commies going to ruin the country if we let them, so... It's very important that we keep our eyes on what they're really doing. And, you know, Trump doesn't hold back on this stuff. And then Biden, he said, you know, who's really in charge? Is Biden in charge? A disastrous interview on two fronts for Biden over the weekend. First of all, he, he kind of he's talking to MSNBC in this interview and he kind of falls asleep during it. I mean, it's if you're old man Biden and everyone says you're not up for the job, you don't have the energy. Can you can you just stay awake? When you're going to be on a nationally televised interview, that's really the question one would ask. Play clip one. You'll, you'll see this.
2: But it's my intention, my intention to run again. And we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it. Mr. President. Oh, Dr. Biden thinks that uh, my wife thinks that. Uh, that I uh, that, that we're that we're doing something very
4: important.
5: My wife thinks that we're doing something very, he kind of remembers what's going on there. Leader of the free world, everybody. Make you sleep well at night. So things don't get too crazy with Russia and Ukraine. Okay, if that's not enough, though, here he is. He's trying to convince you. This is this is Joe Biden, commander-in-chief, United States military. That's right. Trying to convince you. He's sharp as attack. He's got this. No worries. No concerns. <laughs> not a joke sitting here mumbling some stuff and gonna fade in fade out yeah maybe i'll creepy whisper maybe i'll creepy whisper and i'll sniff the top of your head it's really weird what's going on here and when he tries to convince you it's not weird he makes it worse this is the same msnbc interview play clip two
2: i think it's a legitimate thing to be concerned about anyone's age including mine i think it's totally legitimate but I think the best way to make the judgment is to, uh, to, you know, watch me. You know, am I slowing up? Am I don't have the same pace? Or, you know, uh, and that old joke, you know, uh, um, everybody talks about the, you know, the new 70s, 50s, and all that stuff. You know, I, you know, it could be, I, I'm a great respecter of fate. I could get a disease tomorrow. I could, you know, drop dead tomorrow. But I, you know, in terms of my energy level, in terms of how much I'm able to do, I think people should look and say, "Is he, does he still have the same passion for what he's doing?
5: Yeah, you know, it's just the place. You know, it was, uh, sitting around, looking up at the sky, you, know, you see an octopus, and you start riding a lawnmower. You're going fast toward the place where the things are. You're not a joke, friends. You're not a joke. You know, hippopotamus, key lime pie, you know, chipmunks on a branch, Congress, America. This is what you got, everybody. All right. Just a word salad of whatever. You know, this is the president. I haven't lost a step. I've, You know, steps are a thing and you lose them and then you, you gain one, you go back, you know, you... You know, you do the hokey pokey and you turn it all around, and it's it's really pretty appalling that this guy is the president. The Democrats push this guy on the country. But I actually think this is worse. Yeah, his cognitive issues, that's bad. This was even worse. He sat down with a trans activist, a a man who is saying that he is a woman, which he is not. And the trans activist is a transgender woman, I guess you could-that's the term you could use. Transgender woman. Sitting down with uh, Joe Biden here, and this individual says or asks Joe Biden about whether he agrees with some of these state laws that are being enacted to protect minors, people under 18, from gender transition drugs and surgery. And here is how good old slap you on the back. Joe Biden, he's so solid. He's a moderate. He's a family man. He's a traditionalist. Here's how he responds to the activist. Play three. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender affirming health care?
2: I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that. As a moral question, and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong.
1: I just think it's wrong.
5: Moral question, legal question. Really? You think that 14 year old uh, 14 year old girl should have her breasts removed and and have them try to create some kind of male organ for her because she's having doubts about her gender as somebody who's going through a very challenging time in life with all the hormones and all the things going on. Joe Biden thinks that's okay. The answer is yes, he does. He's for it. He told you. And in fact, if you stand in the way of that, you're immoral and it's and you don't have a legal right either. This is monstrous. But this is the Democrat Party, don't you see? This is from the White House. This is from the top. It's not some fringe activist they can say, oh, it doesn't count or it's not really a thing. Oh, no. This is from Joe Biden's mouth. And the whole Joe Biden candidacy for the presidency was just a lie. He's going to be a moderate. Oh, I'm going to hold it back. Folks, oh, you can trust me. Oh, his Irish charm. Oh, he's, you know. Not a joke, folks, you know. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm slapping you on the back. Oh, Joe Biden is the prototypical slimy politician who condescends to people, who tries to convince people because he thinks they are simple simpletons. He speaks to them like simpletons, hoping they don't figure out what a fraud he is. This guy's the ultimate swamp creature. Doesn't have an authentic bone in his body. And yet he does this, this routine. He's been getting away with it for decades now. Oh, yeah, he's an old Irish charm, you know. Oh yeah, sure. I care about it. all the people. He's from Delaware, for heaven's sakes. The whole thing is a mess, a mess. But what he said is appalling. Parents need to hear it. They need to act on it. They need to vote and to get out there. The Democrat Party is coming for people's kids. That's reality. That is what is going on from the White House itself. We either vote this madness out. We take away their power. Or we suffer the consequences. Two weeks, friends, to Election Day. Strap in. It's going to be uh, quite a ride. Talk to you tomorrow. Shields high.
0: More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
1: He has the smarts of
2: Vito,
5: the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.
0: To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips.
2: When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie.
3: Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall.
0: Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Reality. Podcast.